The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. On to matters much more serious now, and the cost of repairs on fire safety defects at apartments in Park West in Dublin in the Crescent building. They were first sold in the early 2000s and the estimated cost has risen from about 5 million to 15 million quid. Residents were informed of this on Tuesday this week. Peter Byrne is an apartment owner. Uh, There he joins me now. Peter, you're very welcome to the show. I mean, uh, we'll kind of get straight to the nuts and bolts of it. Do you know how much you personally are, are on the hook for? Yes, myself and all of the other owners, 231 others, are on the hook for an estimated €68,500. Wow, 68 grand, And you, mm-hmm. you have to pony that up, each of you. Well, that's the idea. We were kind of asked to join a Zoom call by the management company on Tuesday evening. And we'd been hearing, you know, updates from them regularly about, you know, the fire safety defects and, you know, such a serious matter. Well, we were we were given the details of the extent of the um, defects on Tuesday, and then we were landed with the uh, you know shockingly high sum uh, that we were all kind of liable to to have to pay. And how soon do you need to come up with that money, or how much of it do you so, need to come up with up front? So yeah, apparently the the fire officer um, says that this needs to be fixed immediately, and it, it's a very serious matter. It, there are very serious defects. It's a safety issue. So um, there's no there's no chance of waiting for a government uh, redress or anything like that or any kind of um, help. So we're told that uh, after an extraordinary general meeting that is due in a couple of weeks, if it's voted in yes by the owners to go ahead with the work, we're expected to produce €15,000 within six weeks of that. And in all likelihood, another €15,000 in about 12 months' time. Can you afford that? Do you have a spare fifteen grand in cash? No, look, I can only talk to myself, but I imagine it's going to be a lot of other, you know, owners in the same situ- situation as me who doesn't have the 15,000, let alone 68,500 mm. euro. And, you know, let's not forget that these apartments um, were kind of built in the Celtic Tiger area. I bought mine in 2007 um, for quite a high price. And we know the media, you know, says a lot of properties are back to Celtic Tiger, you know, prices, but not in Park West. You know, um, my apartment is worth about 70% of what it was uh, in 2007 when I bought it. So, you, you know, you can imagine that, you know, a mortgage loan to value is, is, is not great. So that means that I can't get credit either. The bank won't give me a cent to be able to try and uh, come up with this money. So in reality, like this work really needs to be done. It's really serious and it's really important. But myself and I imagine a lot of others, you just don't have the money and don't have access to get the money either. So, I mean, it's unlikely then, despite the urgency of the work, it's unlikely to be done because I, I doubt you're alone. Well, I doubt I'm alone. And, you know, on the Zoom call, there were 90 other um, members or owners joined in and there were a lot of questions. And the management company, in fairness, have done a lot of work to, you know, hire uh, consultants and do all the work and come up with costings and all that kind of stuff. And they've been great. Um, and it's, you know, it's, I don't want to shoot the messenger. They're, they're the ones who just delivered that bad news. Um, so, like, you know, there's a lot of unanswered questions here about whether, you know, will people be able to afford this? What if they can't? What if some people pay 15 grand and then they don't have enough? What's going to happen? You know, there's a lot of uncertainty there and a lot of concern. And I imagine a lot of um, anxiety amongst the, the other owners. Yeah, that's an interesting point to raise, actually. You know, even if you had the 15 grand, you might be reluctant to hand it over, knowing that, you mm-hmm. know, uh, plenty of others might not 
might not have it. You you, you kind of you don't want to be the fool paying it, uh, and no. ultimately nothing gets done, and then you're chasing a management company or, or or some contractor to get it back. That's it, and you know the fire safety officer has, or sorry, the fire safety officer who I believe is employed by the Dublin Fire Brigade has a number of options. You know, as management company called it, nuclear option is to shut down the building. You know, tell say no one can live here. Um, politically, that wouldn't be a, a great message for the government with the housing crisis and so on. Um, but, you know, who knows, uh, yeah, what, what's going to happen? There's so many un- unanswered questions here. Um, and as I said, a lot of anxiety. When did you learn about this? Well, I think, you know, we first heard about this, I think, in the last couple of years. And there have been regular updates. Um, but I don't remember ever hearing, you know, any kind of estimated costs. There was a couple of articles in the news and in, in the Independent Irish Times about a year ago saying this is going to cost about five million, and you know that was quite concerning. I reckon that was going to be about fifteen, twenty thousand. But you know that I nearly fell off my chair when when I saw that figure of mm. sixty-eight and a half thousand euro. Uh, we're going to be fit, you know, um, have to pay. And the, you know, we were we were told, well, look, you know, you owe this. Um, you, you know, and the firms management company aren't financial advisors and, and and so on. They're just kind of telling us who who, who owes. But ultimately, you know, the other options, the fire safety, the fire officer can, you know, prosecute all the management uh, company members or the owners could end up being liable, um, prosecuted and fined. You know, I mean, that's not going to help anybody. At the end of the day, this thing needs to be fixed. If people don't have the money, you know, uh, the government need to kind of fast track whatever they're doing to actually come up with this kind of, um, you know, money to, uh, to sort this issue out. I mean, you know, back in 2003 or whenever the building was built, um, the, the developers obviously uh, built a you know, defective building. They were allowed to self-certify their work. There's little to no governance um, or, or oversight over that. And it might have been a previous government, but our current government needs to, you know, needs to address that mm. and needs to fix it. Look, it's not, it's not, sorry, it's not unlike the, the you know, pyrite and, and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, issues. But this is imminent. This is, uh, you know, a fire safety issue. There's cavities in the, say, in the, you know, the roof, under the roof and around the walls. And fire can spread very, very quickly. And it does need to be fixed. Have, in all that time, those last, say, two plus years since you heard about this and you knew there was some sort of bill coming down the tracks or some sort of problem coming down the tracks, have you had much support from local TDs? No, no. And to be honest, like I was just kind of hoping for, you know, hoping that it would be wouldn't be too much. And I was hoping like we'll deal with it when it comes to it. But when I, you know, heard that sixty eight thousand five hundred, I just thought, okay, this is really serious. I mean, you know, I've been hearing the average figure for these kind of defects that people have to pay is about twenty thousand, maybe twenty five thousand, but sixty eight and a half thousand is absolutely nuts. Um. So, uh, so to answer your question, I haven't really had uh, heard of kind of much support. I did contact, you know, TDs and senators in the area, and most of them did get back to me very, very swiftly. And there's a hell of a lot of support there, and they they do want to really fight hard, but you know, uh, that that's as much as they can kind of tell me. There's no yeah. promises, there's no guarantees. Uh, so it really leaves us at the mercy of you know what the budget and the housing minister and, and all the rest are actually going to do. But they need to do something quite quickly because, yeah. you know, before a disaster kind of happens, they need to act now. Uh, Mick Clifford is with us as well, the special correspondent with the Irish Examiner. Mick, I know this is obviously an area you've done a huge amount of work on down through the years. Remind us what the upshot was of that task force that Dara O'Brien had looking into this issue, offering advice to government as to how to deal with all these legacy problems. Yes, Kieran, um, that task force or, or expert group reported there last month 
Um, they reckon that about 80% of apartments built between 1991 and 2013 had defects. Uh, the majority of those cases, between around half and three quarters, it was fire safety defects of the type that Peter's referencing there. Um, they're saying it's going to cost close possibly to $3 billion to rectify all the issues, which would work out at an average remediation cost of more than €25,000 each. Uh, so far, only around 10% of apartments that have issues have been repaired. So what we're looking at in that respect, it would appear, is another redress scheme, I would say, not dissimilar to that, perhaps, that we, the issue around Mike and Donegal and, and Pyrite and uh, that kind of thing. It's an ongoing sore. Um, it first surfaced in 2011 in Priory Hall. At the time, the attitude was that this was a, a one-off case and people suggested that the, the builder, Tom McFeely, was a rogue builder. That was the line. Then in 2014, the Irish Examiner, we broke the story about Longboat Key, uh, which is in Sir John Rogerson Key in Dublin. Major issues there and there was a possibility at one stage that may have to be evacuated. Following that, there was effectively a domino effect and more and more of these were discovered. One of the big issues is that we really don't know the specific extent of it because understandably in one way, if for example you've bought an apartment and you see it, see it as a transitory kind of thing, well then some people would say they'd prefer to keep it quiet until they get out and that kind of thing, mm. which you know is understandable and that sort of thing. So Really, we don't know the extent of it, but they've done a lot of work to estimate that uh, 80% of these apartments have issues. And uh, that report, as you say, uh, last month uh, was uh, presented to the minister. It's now kind of under consideration. But I mean, is there any solace to offer the likes of Peter who are facing 15,000 euro bills within the next six weeks that there's a possibility they might be able to recoup that money at some point in the future? Have we any indication what the government might do? Yeah, well, I mean, one of the issues that does arise, as I said, 10% of apartments have been remediated. And as you say, people like Peter are in a situation where they may be paying money at the moment. And that issue is whether or not those who've already paid are going to be recompensed. And I would, I would see it as being very difficult to tackle the overall issue without recompensing those people because then you would have a two-track kind of thing that if your defects had been discovered and you paid for remediation before now, uh, it was tough luck. And if it was after now, you could seek access in a redress scheme. So I would think that it, it's very likely that even those who have already paid, that they will be included in a redress scheme. So that, that, I suppose that doesn't help in terms of the upfront cost, but at least maybe it's some comfort that you'd get the money back at a certain point in the future. The question is... At what point? I mean, this is a kind of a thorny one that the government have to deal with, isn't it? How they're going to fund it? Because there have been suggestions of a levy on developers, but in reality, that turns out to be a levy on everybody else building a house. It does, and they already, in terms of pirates, they floated the idea of a levy at that stage back around 2012 or 13, and there were legal threats, and they immediately backed off rather than facing any of that. So as you say, it does. The, the the government had initially planned that it would be part of the budget, the upcoming budget. Now, as we all know, there's a serious cost of living crisis and they've allocated over six billion for that alone. So the idea that they'd be grappling with all of that in this budget seems unlikely. But as you say, it is a worrying time. The average remediation costs are about 25,000. But there's, as you say with Peter, and that you're talking about 65 
plus. So it's um, I can understand it's a worrying time. I, I, I would say that certainly in terms of the government's reaction to the expert report, there does seem to be a willingness to grapple it in terms of some form of a redress scheme. Now, you might well say they had no choice, having already done so for Mike and Pyrite. They couldn't exactly turn around to people here and say they weren't going to do it. But it does seem that there is some light at the end of the tunnel in that respect. But as of yet, it's not clear how long that might take. Mick, thank you. Mick Clifford is a special correspondent with the Irish Examiner and Peter Byrne is one of the owners of those apartments in the Crescent Building in Park West facing uh, this bill of €60,000 plus €68,000 and an awful lot of that having to be ponied up up front. Thank you both very much for the time. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.